listening to the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast with Monica Woodhams. Influencer Girl Lifestyle is all about connecting you with top entrepreneurs, influencers, and celebrities who are sharing their secrets to living the influencer life behind the Instagram filters. So get ready to learn the ins and outs about influence, some girl talk, from dating to shopping for Gucci belts, and of course, the all-too-frequent debate over mimosas versus Bloody Marys at brunch. Here's your host and go-to for all things influencer lifestyle, Monica Woodhams. All right, y'all. I'm here today with Tara LaFerrera. She is the founder of the TL Method. I'm really excited to have her on today because this interview, I think, is a reminder of why I started this podcast in the first place. And ultimately, that was not just to help y'all really um, feel excited and motivated about being in the influencer space, but also to share the stories of influencers out there that goes beyond the Instagram feed. Over the last 10 years that I've been in this industry, I've met so many cool people and had so many cool stories shared with me that I really wanted to bring to light because I feel like there's only so much you know about influencers based on their Instagram feed. Um, and so I really want this podcast to showcase those stories. So I'm really excited to have Tara on today um, to kind of be the first of 2019 to really kick that off. So welcome, Tara. Thanks so much for having me, Monica. I look forward to chatting with you. Yeah. Okay. So I like to kick these off with a little icebreakers. So the first one is, are you an early riser or a night owl? I would say I'm more of a night owl, but I get up between like 6.30 and 7.30 naturally every single day. Do you set an alarm? I do set an alarm. Um, I have a couple personal training clients that I have at least a couple times a week that start at seven. Oh, so you've got to get up. (laughs) Yeah. So if I I have them, I'll set the alarm. If it's in the six six o'clock hour, I usually set it, but I'm always like awake by like 7.15, Got it. Okay. Um, The next one is takeout or cooking? Um, Cooking for sure. I mean, what? my boyfriend is a really awesome cook. Okay. That helps. Yeah, that really helps. But honestly, like, we love to save money. I love to meal prep. I love to know exactly what I'm eating. So I, we eat at home, like, most of the time. Awesome. That's, yeah. that's one of my goals for 2019. <laughs> <laughs> I live on top of Whole Foods, so it's really tempting for me to just go to their little, like, to go area, but yes. when I used to live by myself, I got the ten dollar box deals. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so easy. I totally agree. Like, but now that we have like we have a big enough kitchen, and I love to like travel and do other things, so I'm like, we save money, we budget. Like, it's it's just better. <laughs> I yeah, I totally yeah. agree. Okay, so let's dive into your story. How you got on the map as this influencer and really making a positive impact on people's lives. Um, so take me back to before you kind of even considered yourself to be someone in this influencer space, what inspired you to like really show up? Yeah, totally. So, um, I ran track in high school and college and, um, once that was over, it was kind of like, and I don't know if you ever played any sports, but you kind of lose your identity a little bit once you're not on the team anymore. Yes. I did, um, D1 cheer in college for a year. So oh, yeah. Yeah. I get yeah, it. <laughs> so 
totally know how it is. And it's very much just like, you, you don't know who you are anymore. You don't know what to do, but Anyways, I, I finally found a gym that was just, um, it was an outdoor workout. We all used to give high fives and hold each other accountable and super motivated each other. And I was like, that was my team again. And so that was what really kind of inspired me to, to post stuff online. And so I started posting, you know, some of the workouts I was doing. I was also running some more longer distance type t- stuff, which I don't really do anymore, but it was kind of just a place where I held myself accountable, but I was also able to chat with people all over the world that were kind of in the same um, boat of their fitness journey. Cause I was really kind of felt like I was just starting back into it. Even though I was an athlete for a while, I felt like I kind of had to start over. And so that was how I started my Instagram platform. And it, it was just awesome. Like it was a community of people that I never even knew that I would be able to reach. And it really just started out as like something totally for fun. And then over the past, like, I would say probably four or five years, I've really shifted to more of because I became a trainer about six years ago, seven, almost seven years ago. Um, I've transitioned to more of like a, an educational place, place where people can find positivity, find motivation, find education so that they can can like use those resources to their own workouts and stuff like that. And now to this day, I actually have my own online program. So it's, it's a program where there's a monthly membership and you have a subscription based program where people are all over the world, jump in and it's a little portal where all the workouts change daily, but it's really just goes back to that same point of why I got started. Like we're all just in it together. We're all like kind of on our own journeys, but you can't do anything by yourself. Like you need the support and love from everyone else. And so it's just kind of really cool how it's become full circle. I love that. I think that's such an important piece to remember when it comes to social media as well, is that it was built to be a community platform, right? So like if it's like when it comes to posting things on social media, if it's just one-sided, if it's you just doing it to like try to get likes of you in a cute workout outfit, that only does so much. But when you went into it as, okay, here's a place for accountability for me to have conversations with other people, then I'm assuming for you that is just so much more fulfilling and so much more of a reason to show up every day online. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny too, because like as an athlete, you are so, I felt like I was so competitive in which I still am, but now it's not really about my journey. It's about the journey of everyone else around me. Like I, I move and I eat well because it makes me feel really good, but I am out here on Instagram and in the world to help really inspire other people to feel the same way and make it a lifestyle, make it something that they can just keep it super sustainable, realistic and have fun in the process. Totally. And I love that you use the word realistic because I think that that's an important thing to talk about is that in life and especially in fitness, like there can be the aspirations and those aspirational goals, but it's almost like Instagram is kind of overly saturated with just the aspiration piece and not the realistic piece. So how do you navigate and make sure that whatever it is that you're posting is something that someone can realistically, you know, either implement or feel inspired by. 
So I think with my platform in the past year at least, I've tried to be my most real, honest, and raw self. And I mean, I talk about stuff everywhere, everything from like getting acne or finding, you know, bald spots in my head to thin hair to, you know, not feeling good about my body or comparing myself to others. Like I try to be really relatable because I'm just a human, just like anyone else. I just have a bigger platform where people can come to and maybe get advice or get some sort of real honest, you know, opinions on things. And so I just want to like really be myself as much as possible because I, like I said, I'm just a normal person. I'm not anyone I shouldn't ever be on this pedestal because we're all the same. We're just kind of finding our way and, and going about our journey just in different ways. Totally. Yeah. Do you find it hard to share the raw stuff like, like the acne or when you're just not feeling that great, things like that? Do you find it hard to share that without kind of being like, oh no, am I going to sound whiny or am I going to sound complaining? Ooh, that's interesting. Um, I kind of never thought about it like that. I try, actually, one of my goals this year is to stop complaining about stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> like something as, like as silly as like complaining about traffic or, yeah. you know, spilling coffee. I'm just like, why am I like, why, what is the real reason for doing that? So I think in general, I, I try not to complain about or be whine, quote unquote whiny. I just, I mean, people want to know how you're feeling. And I think that, you know, when I talk about stuff like an acne or stretch marks or, you know, binge eating and stuff like that, those are real, just real things that I've gone through in my life. So I, I don't really feel like it's, I don't know. I just don't feel like it's like too whiny per se, but um, yeah, I just try to be my real honest self. Yeah. And I think yeah. also like it's, there's a line, right? Like when you show up and you like tell some someone something like there's that line where, you know, like not to just like keep harping on it over and over again. Then that's something that probably becomes maybe like annoying or whiny, but I do you think if anyone out there is listening and they have been wanting to show up as a more raw, authentic version of themselves to just maybe just say it like you would say it to a friend? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And just like be yourself. Like it's it's so much easier said than done. But right. I think that in the past year, there's been so many changes in my personal life where I'm just like, why would I be anything other than myself? You know, people, and there's been so many times too on Instagram where I'm like losing followers. I get upset, you know, like that I think is a real thing where people get upset that people aren't seeing their posts as much or, you know, you're not getting in as many likes or follows or whatever it is. And that definitely is a real, like, it's hard because you put so much work and energy into creating content. And so that's like a hard thing, but I mean, I think in general, people want to know who you are and it, it is hard to like be honest, but that's what they're there for, you know? And if they're not there for that, then they can just unfollow you. And those aren't people that you want in your circle anyway. Totally. Totally. How have you been navigating the, you know, losing the followers, maybe not getting as many likes? I think we're all in that boat, but I'd love to know for you, especially you know, because you have very much, um, I don't know how to say it, 
basically like you want to show up and encourage people to, you know, avoid the negative self-talk, avoid the comparison game. So for you and yourself, when it comes to social media, how do you navigate that? Um, it's hard, you know, like, um, I think it's really the comparison thing that has, has bugged me in the past few months. And I just posted about this actually just the, the sense of like, and I know this is so, you know, relatable in, in the Instagram world, influencer world, but also just a normal human being that has their own personal Instagram page mm-hmm. in the sense that you compare your life to these other people. Um, and everyone is so different and they, and you have no idea what you're really seeing. You're only seeing like their filtered Instagram page. And so I think there's been several times for me where, and it's not necessarily a negative thing, a negative um, content that they're putting out there, but it really pushes me in the wrong direction. It makes me feel like I'm not good enough. I'm not doing the best job I could do. And so over the past few weeks, really, I've just been kind of muting people's stories or I'll mute their posts. Like I don't want to unfollow them. Mm -hmm. It just isn't a part of my, it's not bringing me any joy right now. It's only making me feel a little bit worse. And so I just kind of mute people that make me feel those like negative thoughts. And I think that's okay. And if, if there's ever, you know, a time where people, you know, mute my stories because they're going through an injury and they are like, Oh, I see you do all these jump squats and pistol squats. Like, and I, my knees hurt and I'm like, just mute me, you know, like it's fine. (laughs) So just like, I, I feel like people are just, they're going through a lot right now. And it's this, this whole, like comparing your life to what it could be or what you see on Instagram. But Again, you don't even know where they are in their life or in their journey. So it's so true. I mean, I definitely like experience it as well, especially with like life milestones with, you know, um, getting married, having kids, that whole thing. I feel like just being in your late twenties and going into your thirties is just all of a sudden it's like the first time in your life where other people your age can be experiencing so many different things. Like yeah. in school, everyone who's the same age is kind of going through the same life things. In college, pretty similar. Post-grad, pretty similar. And then all of a sudden your late 20s hits and it's like there's the people who are like fully in their career, people who are married, people who are having kids, and all of a sudden it's just really thrown off. <laughs> Yeah, I totally agree. And I think it's, it's funny that you say that if we're around the same age, I'm going to be 30 next year or this year. Shit. It's already this year. <laughs> I'm turning 29 this month. So oh, cool. yeah. happy birthday. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this for me is a time where I am so focused on my business. And I know that a lot of people our age are getting married and having kids and doing that whole thing, but I'm super focused and honed in on my business and growing that. And so I see people like having kids and getting married and stuff. And I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. Like good for them. But it's not something that I like and super drawn to at this moment in my life. Mm-hmm. But then I see people that are like, have these, you know, six, seven figure businesses and they're creating this whole thing in their living room. And those are the kinds of people that I'm like, but how did you do that? (laughs) Like, you know? Yeah. But just like you said, like everyone's on their own like journey, everyone. But you also do get like, 
these things of, you know, do I want this? Like, and then society tells you this and that and like, yeah. So it's hard. For sure. It's hard. Life is hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it can be the most fun thing in the world, but then sometimes it is just like, what am I supposed to even be feeling right now? Exactly. Yeah. Who am I? What is happening? Yeah. But have you always had the self-awareness to know, okay, this is actually like bringing me down a little bit. I just need to put pause to this. Um, especially like with muting someone on Instagram or something like that, or is the self-awareness around that something recent for you? Gosh, no, I wish, right? (laughs) (laughs) We can go back to our, you know, younger, mine was like early twenties. I was like in this very negative place, but I always think back about like, what would my environment was at that time? Um, the people that I was surrounding myself with was just, and I, it wouldn't say it was like they were negative people, but they were just not the people that I needed in my life and the environment I needed to really succeed and make me feel better about myself. And so I think about like the people that I surround myself with today, um, like, you know, our, our mutual friend and my co-host of the podcast, Kara, who just, and my boyfriend and, you know, my friends around me who are just so supportive and positive all the time. Like I told Kara actually a couple of weeks ago, I was like, if you hear me saying anything that's in comparison or negative towards myself, like you have to call me out because we can't keep doing that to ourselves. It only, it only makes us, you know, feel worse about ourselves. And so I think having people in your corner to always support you and guide you is a hundred percent why I've become more self-aware. And then just also like being able to live out my passion and my purpose has been like a huge thing for me in the past couple of years. Like I didn't even know that this was going to be a part of this was going to be my life. And now I'm just so thankful that it is. And so I think just growing up, you know, reaching 30 and being like, Oh yeah, like I'm like meant to do this stuff. Like I think this is where I should be right now in my life and in my career. But having these people and environment to really just support you and, and just throw you all the love your way is really helpful. Absolutely. Isn't it so cool that feeling of finally feeling like you're, you're connected to your purpose, especially mm. when it comes to career? I feel like for me, I struggled finding that for so long. And it isn't until like, honestly, like some, I would almost say like two months ago where I finally felt like a connection, like, okay, I figured out what I'm supposed to be doing. And maybe like, I don't know exactly how, but at least I have that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah, it's just been, it's been pretty recent for me too. Just about a year and year, year and a half, two years, maybe. But it, and then once you find it and you're like, oh yeah, I'm here. You just want like to grow and like do so much more. And then that's where I can get to those, like either comparison or like not doing enough for me. I'm very like, I have these like huge, big goals and my, my brain is so scattered. And I'm just like, sometimes it's hard for me to like hone in and, and find that grounding point. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's cool to be able to like see where you can potentially progress and grow. Absolutely. So for 2019, where do you really see your business growing? Where, where do you want to take that this year? Yeah. Um, so the TL method is my subscription based program. And that's really like my, my major goal this year is to keep, 
you know, inspiring and helping my members all across the the country and the world. Um, I'll probably do, I will do, I'm going to say this like (laughs) out there. Um, I will do some meetups in a couple of cities that, um, I know a lot of my members are, which will be really fun. I'll host like little workouts here and there. And then I am launching three different products that'll basically be, um, like a subsidiary to the TL method. So it'll have a little bit more nutrition based stuff. I'll have more like body weight type workouts that they can do like outside of the program. And just to honestly keep updating the program too, just making sure that people stay happy and excited and like new movements all the time, like stuff changing so that they're like really excited to be in it. That's so exciting. What would you say is maybe a fear going into 2019 that you're willing to kind of admit to? (laughs) Yeah, I, you know, it's funny. I feel like it's been, you know, a a week of just goal setting and like super Mm -hmm. excited. And yeah, I think for me this year, and it's been a few days, so it's (laughs) been a long time, but like, I just don't want to, I think the negative self-talk and like, or comparison or this other stuff. Like, I just don't want that to bring me down. I kind of want to be like so level-headed and so focused on like the future that like, I'm not really scared of what is to come or what may or may not come because I feel like last year I had these like massive number goals in my head and I, it's just, it, it brought me down when I didn't get there. And so then I was like, well, why am I, you know, having these huge, crazy, goals when I should really just focus on like what you do have and how grateful you should be from where you're already at. So at this point, I mean, it's still January, early January. So (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I feel so good. But like, I'm just excited for whatever's thrown at me. I'm really excited to hopefully work with some, some bigger brands this year and do more, just push more content out, just be like super consistent with content and just help as many people as I can. Um, but I think if you're asking for like an actual answer, the, my <laughs> biggest fear is probably uh, Instagram just not being able to be seen at all anymore. Yeah. And it really just like organically being out there is has just been really hard already. So I just don't feel like it's going to get any better. I think it's going to get a little bit worse. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that that's such a valid thing. It's... <sighs> It's such a frustrating thing, but I think you're right. Like if we just focus on like what we can control, which is like creating content, um, you know, showing up, things like that, then that lessens the moments that we have to be frustrated because we're kind of busy yeah. doing other things, right? Yes. Um, which I think is, so I'm such an impatient person. So one thing <laughs> that I'm working on this year is, and I actually started this a few weeks ago, is just like really trying to embrace the, I don't not the quiet time, but kind of like the waiting time before like your goal actually comes to be or whatever it is. Instead of just being like, okay, when's it happening? When's it happening? And I think that there's just so much more peace you can have when you're just like, okay, I'm where I'm supposed to be right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I, I always think about it like this, like especially, I mean, I can relate this to people that want to lose weight or gain muscle mass or X, Y, or Z in the fitness industry. Like what happens when you get that goal? Mm-hmm. You know, like what yeah. actually happens? So you get there, you, I make X amount of money. I have X amount of members. And then what? Yeah. And then there's always something else. You know, we're always like looking for that other thing, which is again, where we get like set in these comparison modes and he and she are doing this and that, but it's like, why can't we just try to really embrace and enjoy the process? And mm-hmm. I am totally in a hundred percent with you. I'm very impatient too. And this is something I have to work on all the time, but it's like, so what if I am there and then what? And that's just like, so, you know, you're always trying to do the next best thing. So I think just enjoying the process and being patient with things might take longer than expected or whatever, you know. Is there anything that you encourage your clients to do when they do hit their goals in order to truly celebrate it instead of just being like, hit it, okay, on to the next thing? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I like to celebrate small victories more than like massive goals. And so every week in the program we do, I'll just be like, Hey, it's week of, you know, January 7th. What are your goals for this week? And it could be something as small as like, okay, I'm going to drink three bottles of water, three 32 ounce bottles of water every single day or something like I'm going to, you know, go on a walk or I'm going to, Maybe someone's like, I'm going to land my first pull up. I'm super close to it. So once they get there, I love to be able to like talk about it. And so we, we celebrate these like small victories in the Facebook group. And, you know, I think a lot of times too, people are, they shy away from that. They shy away from talking about themselves, but that's where you like feel great. And other people want to help you and support you and like, cheer you on too. And so I, I really appreciate like smaller victories and just like, it could be something as simple as like jumping the Facebook group and telling us, like letting us know it could be a photo. It could be like go off for ice cream, like, you know, go do something fun, some, do something that you love and then just, just keep going, you know? Yeah, totally. It doesn't have to be like this grand thing that you do just like yeah. but acknowledging it. And like you said, like going out for ice cream, something like that, that I think that that makes just like the short term feel so much more purposeful. Like we put so much weight on the future sometimes. Oh yeah. I do like that. I, I feel like that's very true. We put so much more weight on the future. We put so much more weight on these big goals, these big things. And then we forget about like the smaller victories or like how long it took to get there or what you had to do to get there. You know, everyone doesn't see like the behind the scenes of how long it takes to create a podcast or a a video that you're posting on Instagram, but like it's a process. And I think that's something that we just need to celebrate a little bit more. Absolutely. And on the note about your podcast, so your podcast launched in 2018 um, with our friend Kara. So what was, well, first tell us what the podcast is about for those who haven't listened before. So my podcast is called the A Cup Podcast, and it's with myself and Kara McCartney. We have this podcast to talk to fellow female entrepreneurs on their successes and failures about running a business. And so I think on the same level as you, we love to talk about like how 
like all of the shit it took to get to that next level. It took to get the business running, um, the debt, the meetings, the hard stuff, the times where you really want to like throw in the towel. Mm-hmm. Like we love to talk about those kind of things because that's how a business is born and that's how it kind of booms from there. So we talk to a different female entrepreneur each week. Um, and we have a wide range of different females. They're mostly, I would say in the fitness and wellness industry right now, just because that's where a lot of the people I know are from, but we're looking to get more in the, you know, restaurant industry and creative, creative type people, designers, photographers, like therapists. I mean, we're willing to talk to all different types of women, but we've just, we started the podcast because we love to talk to other people, but we're students just as much as we are hosts. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's really cool because we've learned a ton from all the people that we've had on. And, and we're really excited about it for this year. Yeah, I think that's so cool. And I, I think it's a really awesome perspective to share. There's so many podcasts out there that are just, you know, maybe more um, motivation or why. I mean, yours is obviously motivated, but, you know, like the very much like the Gary V, like just yeah. do it, do it, <laughs> like yeah. work until you can't sleep anymore. Uh, and then you'll get the results you want as opposed to feeling like, okay, um, I'm feeling stuck in my business or starting my business over. I, there's no way I'm the only person who's ever experienced this. And I feel like that that's what your podcast does is remind people that like, there's, there's the shit that happens before the success and oh, yeah. that that's something that we shouldn't be embarrassed about sharing either. Yes. No, I totally agree. I mean, we talk about money a lot, which is scary to talk about. We talk, we, I mean, we're not moms ourselves, but we talk to a lot of moms that have their own business and run it from their house with two kids, one on their nipple and one (laughs) running around. You know, we talk about all this, like it's, it's tough and it really is hard. And I, I think it's so funny. I listen to Gary Vee all the time, but I think that those type of podcasts are like, sometimes for myself, they make me feel worse about where I'm at. Yeah. You know, they, they are like, well, you have to do this, 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 and this, and this. And then I'm like, well, uh, you know, that's where I feel like I'm, I get, so, so I go on these little phases of where I like those type of podcasts and where I don't, but I think we really like to talk about just kind of how people got started and, and, you know, what's been thrown in their way. Uh, and then also we talk to businesses that have grown into multi-million dollar agencies and stuff like that. So we talk to smaller, more influencers all the way up to, you know, huge PR agencies type stuff. But yeah, it's, it's been such a journey and so much fun to learn a little bit more. Our goal this year is to just keep posting super consistently, but also be able to have some meetups and be at some conferences and just to keep learning and growing. I love it. So a lot of people have kind of, I've heard on their resolutions list to start a podcast. And what advice do you have someone who wants to start a podcast as a supplement, something extra to all the work that you're already doing? Because like you already have so many projects going on. This was you know, one more thing. So what advice do you have someone who's on the fence? I would just think about, you know, first of all, why do you want to start it? Uh, do you want to start it because you want to make money? That's probably not the first place 
you should be. (laughs) I mean, I do want to start it because you're really, really passionate about something and you just want to get out to more people and like inspire and motivate and be super excited to share with the world. Do it. Yeah. Like, uh, so do it. Um, if it's more of a side hustle and a hobby, like, but it's something you feel really comfortable with. Awesome. I personally love having a co-host just because we kind of are very, we have separate things that we do because mm-hmm. there is a lot that goes into it and there's a lot involved, uh, and staying consistent and super weak and being weekly and stuff. But yeah, it's just, Making it a priority too. I think you have to look at what you have on your list and like telling yourself, like, is this going to be a priority or is it just going to be kind of be on the back burner? Because it is a lot of work and you just like any other business, you know, it's another thing that is on your plate that you have to promote and market and, and record and edit. And there's a lot that goes in, into it, you know? Yeah. I completely agree with everything that you said about that. That's usually, that's usually what I say too. You, you have to really like, you have to really want to do it. Honestly, it's not easy. Yeah. You'd, you'd, you'd think it is, but <laughs> no, it's not. It's like I, I didn't think it was. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, but like, that's interesting to know that a lot of people want to do it. It's, I mean, yeah. I think audio is going to be really, really big this year. Um, but it's, it's just another platform that you have to keep up with. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's tough. Yeah, exactly. It's, and also just like know yourself, like, yeah. Are you already super overwhelmed with Instagram? If so, then maybe don't take something else on because exactly. it's going to yeah. feel the same. It's like just, just another platform <laughs> at the end of the day sometimes. Yeah. But if like you are like a talker, then maybe podcasting is like the thing that you've been waiting for. So I think it comes down so much to just knowing yourself. Totally. Yeah. So where can everyone find you? Where can they learn about the TL method? Where can they find your podcast? Where can they find you on Instagram? All the things. Yeah. So my website is TaraLaFerreira.com and that's also my Instagram, my Facebook, um, Pinterest, all YouTube, all things are just my first and last name. Uh, the TL method, like I said, is a subscription based program of six brand new workouts daily, um, and weekly. And it's all super minimal equipment that you can do in your own space. Um, really easy time under 60 minutes a day, but that's all on my website as well. It's $29 a month and we have an awesome accountability group that just is inspiring every single day. So yeah. Amazing. All right. Well, thank you so much, Tara, for joining me on the podcast today. There's such good stuff in here. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate being on here. Thanks for listening to the Influencer Girl Lifestyle. Love this episode? Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. For show notes and free resources on living out your influencer lifestyle, head over to monicawoodhams.com forward slash podcast.